You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to the mind of the meanie, your weekly peek into the world, according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the mind of the meanie. I am your tour guide, Josh Chernoff, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind, man? Uh, all the leaves are brown. And grandmom's hair is gray. <laughs> I can't believe it's almost October. Where, dude, it was like yesterday was like 4th of July. Yesterday. It was like yesterday was 4th of July. Now it's almost October. It's crazy. I we, think uh, as you get older, the, like, the time goes by quicker. It, it must. Like, it must. It's like, like, it's like you're walking uphill on a, on a banana peel and sliding backwards. <laughs> you know, it's like. I wonder if it's, it has to be like, like, like kids' brains are not fully formed, right? Like we, we <laughs> neither is mine. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but I wonder if there is something that somebody way smarter than me could attest to that there's like some sort of, uh, the way you process time yeah. as a kid versus the way you process time as an adult, because it seems like, like we always, you know, everybody says that, like, man, things move so much quicker than they used to. But it's weird. My kids at the same time will be like, oh, you know, grandmom's coming to visit in November. And they're like, oh, that's like a million years from now. And like, like, you know, th- that's really things that they'll say. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, yeah, at least yeah. a million, at least a million. You're right. But, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> everything for them is just like, we're going to go tomorrow. Tomorrow, that's like, oh my God, that's like, it's like a billion minutes. And then I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not. And then I'm like, wait, how many minutes? And then I'm like, I start doing math. And that yeah. infuriates me. But yeah, but no, <laughs> things seem to be going going quickly. Um, but, you know, they say time flies when you're having fun. And uh, it looks like you've been having some fun lately. The uh, yes. Since we last spoke, I guess you did the icons of wrestling. Dude, yeah. Or, or did that uh, happen? <laughs> did that happen before the last time we spoke? I have no idea, but yeah. I don't think we talked about it. No, oh no, uh, yeah, it's definitely happened since the last. Uh, I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen. Uh, if, you, if we talked about this last week, we apologize. Uh, I set off air. Well, Meanie and I together equal an almost completely awake person. Um, yeah. But that could make for the best show. So let's see. But how was Icons? Because I don't think we did talk about that. No, no, no. Uh, Icons was amazing, as always. Uh, I, I, I did Icons, and I stuck around for the uh, Battleground show that they had afterwards. How was Anytime that? there's like an excellent. It was yeah. really good. Uh, anytime there's like a convention, there's usually a show that same night. So I guess the convention and the show split the cost of the building, which makes sense. Sure. But uh, holy shit, like the world's back open, man. Uh, it was probably the busiest I've ever seen the Icons convention at the ECW Arena, which was amazing, which is a great thing. You know, I mean, they did good before, but everybody who's, like, done these before, done a, done the Icons convention at, at the uh, 2300 Arena, remarked about, like, holy shit, there's a lot of people here. Yeah. And it's just like... A testament to people just wanting to get out of the house and do some things. And uh, uh, Slichter came out, and yeah. uh, not Josh came out, Adam Bernard. 
Came and then Slickter photoshopped me into the photo, which I appreciated. <laughs> and I'm so exhausted that I'm like looking at it, I'm like, man, yeah, that looks like I had a really good time. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Um, You're so tired you have to ask, was I there? Was I there? So I the know. funny thing is, though, a little inside baseball. Yes. You and I were there the day before you and I were together at the ECW arena. The way that the schedules were, you know, had they done the event that day, it would have been fine. But uh, we were were there uh, so so we could sign some more Mind of the Meanie two-packs. Yes. Um, So there are a, I I would love to say, so now there's a ton available, but I'm also, uh, actually, no, I would not love to say that because I'm very happy with the fact that I'm saying there are not a ton available because as soon as we signed them, we sold almost all of them. So uh, we are down to, I want to say, we got like five or six right now signed ones left. So um, if you want to sign one, get the fuck on it. Get on it, mindofthemeanie.com. Get that two-pack. They are, it always sounds like a sales thing. Uh, they are legitimately winding down. They're, now you can buy them in person if you want. Uh, at the Wrestling Universe in New York. There are various different locations, and they'll be spread out. Um, They have a bunch of them, and they have it already placed. They have already placed an order that if we have any left, once they sell theirs out, they're like, we want first dibs. I'm like, well, I hope we'll have some for you. Uh, But again, I don't hope we'll have some (laughs) because I want to sell them all out. But they're almost almost gone. Um, I actually... They, out of all the out of all the batches between Chilla Toys, JB, mm-hmm. we have the last few. Yes, we we also wow. um, <clears throat> we kind of did that purposely. Like we held some oh, yeah. off because we wanted to do like the reason we were there signing was because you then sold. Uh, I know you sold a ton of them at the Icons show. Yes, um, which yes. was the first time that you were able to buy them at a live event, those figures. Yeah. That was the first time anyone was ever able to buy them there. So we also, but they are available at the Wrestling Universe now. Um, and It's a great place, by the way. Oh, man. Yeah, they're great. If I, you know, there's the old Bare Naked Lady song, If I Had a Million Dollars. If I rewrote that song, it would just be repeatedly going, I would go to the Wrestling Universe. Yes. I looked around there, and I'm like, I saw this, because I'm a Hasbro collector of the old, figures and there's one um if you find a mint on card i only have two that are mint on card um it's like a Shawn michaels that's not worth too much and an adam bomb that's worth a ton um that i bought for like five a megaton oh i see um (laughs) but i go i'm like oh this is the Shawn michaels the blue card Shawn michaels in the black gear i'm like i never owned that as a kid i never had the, I don't have it loose. Here it is, mint on card. I'm like, I'm like, hey man. I'm like, what? Is, just out of curiosity, what's that going for? He's like, he's like, oh yeah, we're selling it for five. I'm like, I'm gonna go on out on a limb here and say that that is not five dollars. <laughs> You're talking about? He's like, no, it's five hundred. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Oof. I'm not. Can, how, how, you, you do the Chris Rock bit from the movie. Is like, uh, how much for a picture of it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how much for one rib? How much? Uh, <laughs> For soda, can I just put my head under the fountain? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. though, but it was like you start bartering, bartering. You know, yeah. I'm like looking at this figure. I'm like, are you worth a divorce? Um, because <laughs> when I come home, so yeah. You know, oh, what did you get paid for the uh, the event or whatever? Well, let's deduct five hundred dollars from. <laughs> I didn't think and about that. I could that. always have just told my wife that I got paid less money. You know, yeah, and she wouldn't wouldn't know. Oh, and I got this figure for free. Yeah, and then you uh, recreate the scene from uh, Norm Macdonald's Dirty Work, where he's getting thrown in the dumpster. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she man. just shirt ass throws you in the dumpster. Can we talk about? And I honestly, God, I don't remember anything. Did we talk about Norm Macdonald last week, or did he uh, oh, pass since the last time we did a show? He, I don't know, but we definitely didn't, we didn't talk, talk about, about him. him. Norm Macdonald. That's a crying shame. What a what a tragedy! Uh, he's one of what my a genius all time favorites. Just yeah, yeah. I, 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 we I think we could go on and on with recounting some of his things. But do you, off the top of your head, have like a favorite Norm Macdonald? Uh, oh my god, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I discovered Norm Macdonald in the era of when HBO was doing the uh, one night stands all mm-hmm. the time. Like they would find a comedian, 
you know, that's how I discovered Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks, One Night Stand. I found so many com- great comedians through that show, but Norm MacDonald, he just really stuck out to me. Um, I'm a big fan of people who are characters. And, you know, from all accounts, like what you saw on stage was Norm, you know. <clears throat> so uh, it was his 1991 uh, One Night Stand. And he, he did this bit. He's like, you know, uh, you know, everybody buy, owns a pit bull. You know, uh, I, I'm, I know I'm about to butcher this fucking bit. So the, the, he's like, remember, uh, remember, the, you know, the Doberman. That used to be the dog ego, too, you know. Whatever happened to the Doberman? You know, you see him in the park going, I used to be somebody. I'm the Doberman. Got a buck? Got a buck for the Doberman? <laughs> and, uh, you you, you can picture a Doberman pincher in the park. Handling for money, you know, it, he's like, it was just the stuff that he did. I, 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 one of the things that, so I first was introduced to him, uh, on Saturday night live. Um, and I remember being in school and I want to say it was even like, maybe it was middle school or end of elementary school, something like that. I don't know. But my, a uh, friend of mine and myself, we would just at recess, we would, we would sit around and we, we called it weekday update. <laughs> where we would just sit and basically do like like weekend update type commentary on all of the kids in our school that were just walking by it at recess. This was definitely this was sixth grade. And it was because we we're just such big fans of his specific type of uh of commentary on there, which of course uh, eventually got him fired from there because he wouldn't lay off of OJ Simpson, which I thought was incredible. Um, yeah, I if you please YouTube that, oh, if God. you haven't seen, there's like a half hour YouTube clip of, of all, just all the of OJ them, a compilation. Yeah, but the uh, the thing yeah. where it, when OJ was uh, was deemed not guilty, <laughs> and he's like, so like break breaking news, uh, murder is now legal in California. So it was, <laughs> I mean, it, it was he was so so funny, but one of my favorite. I have two things that were my favorites of him, and I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go through them because I will really butcher it. But, uh, but I implore everybody to look these up. So, Please. the one is the moth uh, joke that he did on Conan. Uh, yeah. Really, any appearance that he did on Conan, go, uh, go. Oh and my look god! Those up. But the moth him with joke, co- co- him with Courtney Thorne Smith. Look that up. I don't even know what that. I don't know that. Uh, Holder played it, like he was on. Uh, he was a guest on Conan and Courtney Thorns. You know how like a guest will slide over on the couch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, she did a movie with Carrot Top, and he just starts laying <laughs> into this movie and like doing all these jokes. And then uh, uh, Conan goes, Courtney Thorn Smith in the movie. Uh, oh my god, uh, the leader of the board or the board. Something with board in it, you know. Uh, like chairman of the board or something like chairman that. Chairman of the yeah. board. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Norm leans in and goes, I bet board is B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> and Conan loses his shit all over. <laughs> and Courtney Thorne-Smith is laughing, too, because she realizes she's in a shit movie with fucking yeah. Carrot Top, you know. But I didn't mean to interrupt, but. No, no. Uh, it's a, yeah, normal Conan. It was always gold. Yes, yeah. he. Uh, so he. So definitely look up the moth. Um, Sorensen says here. James Sorensen, Sorensen Blue Level says. Uh, Norm <laughs> McDonald as Burt Reynolds was amazing. Absolutely. Um, when he when Norm died, Burt Reynolds started trending. Oh wow! On Twitter because people start posting the the Burt. Yeah. Nor- it, it was amazing. It, it really was. Um, and it was also amazing because it just wasn't a Burt Reynolds impersonation at all. It was, it was just, just Norm chewing gum. <laughs> yeah, it was just fantastic. Just, ah, name's Turd Ferguson. Yeah. Funny hat. <laughs> um, but he, uh, but no, so definitely look up The Moth. And then I would say if you can find his routine on the roast of Bob Saget. Oh, my um, God. That was... I remember watching that, and there, so there is a joke that I'm absolutely not going to repeat on here because it's not appropriate. But 
there was a joke that uh, Conrad and Cassio kid were telling me when uh, at Top Guy Weekend. And okay. <laughs> they said they were at this comedy club and there was this joke they heard. And the comedian says a joke and the two of them are in tears laughing and the rest of the place is silent. <laughs> it was one of those types of jokes where your punchline is kind of like you have to figure it out on your own. And if you get it, it's hysterical. Yeah. And if you don't yeah. get it, you're like, what? Like, I don't understand what happened. I feel like if you watch the Bob Saget roast, everyone up on stage there is in tears and the audience has no idea what's happening. And I saw a a thing with Bob Saget recently after Norm MacDonald passed where he explained what happened with that. And he said, basically, he wanted Norm to do it. And Norm said, I can't, I can't do a roast. I can't, you know, you're one of my best friends. I can't say mean things about you. And he's like, you got, come on, it's a roast. Just do whatever. And he goes, he goes, well, if I do it, I'm just going to read from a 1940s era joke book. And that is pretty much exactly what he did. And I remember like one of my favorite ones was like the, uh, he says to one of the guys on there, like, uh, if you, when you go to the restroom, you'll see a door that says, gentlemen, pay no heed. There's no sign for scoundrels. (laughs) <laughs> and like that was it. And everyone's just like, what? And they, but that was it. That was the joke. Like it was the most re- ho- horrible joke. He, he intentionally bombed. Yes. And he was and, just like, uh, and the best part about that, like he would hit a line and he would just like double down on it mm-hmm. and look at Bob like, eh? Eh? And Bob Saget's just in tears. Like, yeah. Bob Saget's in tears. Uh, what's his name? Affleck, what's it? Uh, oh, oh uh, uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, Gilbert yeah. Godfrey's in tears. Yep. They're all. It'd be like if a locker room full of wrestlers were doing like wrestling related humor. Yeah, and somebody all. who knows nothing about wrestling is like, what, what, what? Yes, high spot. What uh, Gimmick McFernum? <laughs> what? You know, it was just. Oh man, it was so good. The uh, he did double down because it would be like the one where he's like, everybody wishes you well, like w- wishes you like. They'd throw you throw in. Throw you one. down a yeah, well. Down uh, a well. Yeah, like, yeah, so. They want to <laughs> throw you into a well. In a well. Like, you would just. <laughs> just double um, down. Yeah. So, anyway, um, condolences Dude, to, love to his, his family, friends, and fans. Nobody knew. No. That's the, that's sc- the other thing, man. He, you look at a guy like that who just. I, I always have. Don't get me wrong. I have respect for anybody who announces that they have an illness as well. Um. Of course. But there's something about, like, the people, he's just, like, this is a guy, he didn't want anyone feeling bad for him, didn't want, didn't want to, like, he's like, I'm a comedian. I'm here to make you laugh. I'm not here to, yeah. I'm not here to burden you with my health issues. And it's just like, I don't, I look at that, I'm just like, man, this dude, but it, it, it's, it's heartbreaking because, I mean, what a, what a great guy. You know, you always hear these stories come out and stuff, and you can be a fan of someone, and then you can find out, oh, well, they weren't that great. In reality, um, right? But he—I have his audio book. I need to finish. Yeah, he, I got his audio book. He's telling a story about going to Vegas, and like, it almost feels like one of those. Uh, it just feels like a road trip story. Oh wow! And the way, it, and, and he—it's him reading it, and uh, I need to finish it. it, it it's really good. But um, yeah, if if I, I'm sorry, I cut you off there. No, no. Um, but if you get a chance, uh, another classic Norm thing, Norm MacDonald, go look up Norm MacDonald on uh, Del- Dennis Miller Live, the old HBO show. Oh. And he would be on there. He would go on there with David Spade. He would go on there, and he would just kill. And you know it's funny when a, a, you make another comedian laugh. Yes. In tears, you know, because, you know, <clears throat> You know, some comedians don't laugh that much for other comedians because they don't want to sell and put them over because, right. you know, they want to be the funny one. But every comedian that's ever been around Norm MacDonald is usually in tears and laughing because he's that guy. He's that funny. He's a comedian's comedian. So look up Norm on uh, Dennis Miller Live, the old HBO show. Some amazing stuff. So And... and and Howard Stern. Yeah. Norm was always on Howard Just Stern. Just honestly, uh, look with, up wherever Norm MacDonald was, and it was hilarious. But Dude, yeah. I open up my, my 
my YouTube app on Roku, and like, it all the suggestions are Norm. Yeah. So it's it's like um, I just sit there and then, uh, I'm. I, we've I'm talked about in the past. There's so much correlation between comedians and wrestlers in the lifestyle. Absolutely. You know? And yep. but also to the fact that like. If you can have, you know, they always say like, you know, it was a, it was a sellout at the uh, curtain or a sellout at the monitor or whatever, you know, um, that really means something because again, it's it's not a disrespect thing, but you know, we've both been in locker rooms where you know there's going to be a great match, but you're like, like okay, but I'm I'm always here. <laughs> there's always a great match happening, you know, like. When there's that match where you're just like glued to that monitor or or yeah. peeking through the curtain, that means something when you know that wrestlers are doing that because a wrestler knows it's the same like a comedian. It's like you you know how the sausage is made. You know, like you're you're, yeah. you're it takes an extra good match to really suck you in to that story and everything. And uh, this past Wednesday. Um, I had the the privilege of being at uh, AEW Grand Slam at the Arthur Ashe Stadium, and uh, what an were, amazing view! Oh, it was what, incredible. What, that whole setup, that 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 needs to be like a semi, like an annual event for them. It could have been like their WrestleMania, the way yeah. that, like it, it, it. I know that they have like all out. As like their thing, the 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 stadium. This, this could be their Summer Slam. They get this could be their Summer Slam. Yeah, their their, their Summer Grand Slam. Oh, I see what yeah. you did. I see what you did. <laughs> I like it. Um, I I think the uh, the it was such a cool stadium because having been there at so many different arenas that they've done stuff, um, they the floor was significantly smaller than how the arenas normally are. But the mm-hmm. stands were like 10 times the size. So it was, it was a weird dynamic because you actually, even though everything went super high up, there was not a bad seat in the house. It, was, it went so high up but was so compact that it was yeah. this enormous thing. Like it was almost... What I feel like in another stadium show, like you, because I've been to WrestleManias at a stadium, and I've, you know, I've never worked them. I haven't been down on the floor or anything, <laughs> but because uh, I couldn't afford a seat down on the floor. But you see it, and it's it's so grand and so enormous and incredible. Don't get me wrong, but this had that same feel, but also had this like small, intimate feel while being absurdly large it was so cool i can't believe no one had run a wrestling show there before like it, it was a, it was awesome that that that's a that's a key to uh the great mind of tony khan yeah just to think out of the box it, it was just uh, but that was what i was talking about the the sellout you know at the monitor sellout at the curtain stuff there was depending on certain there were certain matches there where there was a little section that, you know, fans didn't necessarily really know, didn't catch where there was just talent just lined up. They all had, like, hoodies on. <laughs> all kind of, you know, kind of hang up. But they wanted not to watch the match, not because it was the best view of the match. They wanted to feel the match. They wanted to feel that atmosphere. And I will say, you hear that, that term all the time, like, uh, a Gorilla Monsoon would always be like, it's deafening in here, you know, like... When Brian Danielson, um, or as somebody that I interviewed, a fan that I interviewed, uh, Daniel Bryanson is what she called him, and then she was so embarrassed afterwards. She's like, oh, my God, Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryanson? I was like, well, not quite. Um, But uh, I'll get some tweets. Yeah, but uh, when he came out there, it was like the – it was like a combination. I think it was yes chance, and I think it was cheering, and I think what is ever. It became the closest to deafening that I've ever heard. It, I couldn't make out individual sounds. It was like one giant sound just going across. It was unbelievable. And I actually went, when I got uh, last night, I actually... Um, 
started, I watched it because I recorded every week. I watched just the opening because I wanted, I was like, how did that translate? Because online people were like, man, this sounds amazing. This crowd's incredible. So I'm like, it must have sounded really good. I will tell you, it didn't even begin to capture what, as great as it sounded on TV, live there in person, the, the sheer volume, it was just, it was unbelievable. Um, and whether you like AEW or not, whatever, um, I, I, to me, I don't know how someone could be a fan of professional wrestling and not, if they were there, forget on TV, but if they were there, how they couldn't have just been like, this was incredible. Yeah. Because it just was. It was just so... It was so good. And stay tuned for uh, Fight TV's social media. Well, stay tuned. I mean, this will air on Monday. But on Friday, we'll be, uh, I'll miraculously be back at Arthur Ashe Stadium on Friday <laughs> to cover Rampage. Um, and uh, Osmosis. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I sang along with Jungle Boy's theme song. Um, Dude. And then I, I handed the microphone to multiple people. In the crowd, and then there was one guy. I showed my daughter because I thought she'd think it was funny because I was, you know, I was trying to make an ass of myself. Do they? Oh, you know that whole thing. Um, That's what dads are for. Yeah, it was. Just, I, I, you know, I showed it to her because I thought she'd think it was funny. I get to this one guy who was just like, I go to him. He's like, oh, and she's like, ooh, I boo him. He's not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but no, it was, it was an incredible experience. But. Uh, but yeah, but that kind of ties back into everything you're saying. Like, if you can pop the boys, you know, yeah. as they say, um, it's the same thing. If a comedian can pop a comedian, that's when you know they're. And good. if I if I could bring it back to the norm thing real quick, please. Uh, like I've been watching these uh, online clips, and Bill Burr was talking about norm, and you talk about how wrestlers always watch other wrestlers and learn. Mm. He was talking about, and this. This is before Bill Cosby became what Bill Cosby was. Yeah, we we found out like this like before the whole controversy with Bill mm -hmm. Cosby. He said Bill Burr said he went to see Bill Cosby in some place in California because he wanted to go watch right. one of the great masters of com comedy perform. He says as he's leaving, he ran into Norm, hmm. and he said, and I guess Norm just went and bought a ticket and. And watched. Just to go. And, to, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he said Cosby on, went on stage, killed for two hours. It was like a master class in, in comedy. And it's like, it was cool to see Norm, who everybody think you know, everybody, he's everybody's comedians. Every comedian's favorite comedian, go and watch somebody else. Yeah. Not have that ego, but like, oh, I would never go, you know. No. No, he wanted to go, go and watch. You know what, and I, I understand that ego a lot. It's, so it's a funny thing. It's not, e not so much ego in the same sense. Like, there was, I remember, so Bill Apter, the uh, George Napolitano of wrestling uh, photography, um, which, by the way, I saw your picture <laughs> with George Napolitano. Yeah, um, I did that. I was smiling with, with that thought in my head of the Bill Apter. I know. I almost, I, I almost stopped to take a picture of him because I saw him uh, at AEW as well. Oh, um, and I was almost going to be like, I should take a picture just for the just for the pod squad, just to appreciate it. You should. Um, oh my god, you should have. But uh, but no. So, um, but Bill, I remember once upon a time, like Raw was in town or something. This is years back, and I was like, "Oh, are you gonna go?" And he's like, "Nah." He's like, "I'm not uh, like doing anything. I'm not like working for. I'm not gonna. So I'm I'm not gonna go." He's like, "I think I'll just uh, I'm gonna go visit backstage, and then I'm." going to head out. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just stay and watch the show? But then as I started being lucky enough to cover shows and work the shows and stuff, it's a really weird feeling. And I'm sure you understand this even more than, than I do. It's like a weird feeling to just kind of sit there when you're like, you're sitting there going like, I feel like I should be working. I feel like I should be working. Yeah. Now. It's like a weird, you know, yeah. and you're almost like, all right, well, let me just go enjoy it. Let me just go say hello to people that I know. And then I'll go watch it on TV. Cause that's another thing. You have the live atmosphere, but for me, I'm going to watch dynamite and rampage again, because I truly believe that good commentary, which I think AEW has great commentary. And I think good commentary adds a whole other dimension to a show. Yeah. 
So I would be, I understand the idea of that, but it ties back to what you're saying with like Norm McDonald or something. There's sometimes this was one of those shows. Like I even talked to Bill and he's just like, I wish I could have been there. And yeah. he couldn't go for just other reasons, scheduling wise and stuff like that. But this I can relate. Right. <laughs> but this was one of those shows. And this is why I bring it up where Bill, who's a guy who's just like, look, I'm in the business. Like I don't need to go sit in the stands and watch you know, wrestling, yeah. like I've, I've been to every important show in the last, you know, 40 years or whatever. Um, I would gladly swap places with Bill after just to see the things he's seen. Exactly. I mean, you look, when you think about the fact that all the things we saw in the magazine were from his eyesight, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they were from his, his viewpoint. Um, yeah. So I totally understand where he's just like, I've seen it all. I don't really, but again, it was one of those things where he looked at this and was just like, Man, if I could have been there live, not working, if I could have straight up just been sitting in that audience. And that's when you know, and that's what I was trying to tie back to the Norm McDonald thing, being there for yeah. Bill Cosby, which I know is kind of awkward now, but the comedians yeah. that would watch Norm. And, and it's, it's one of those things, you know, when there's an event where the people who are so jaded by it or just in general are just like, I see it a million times. I don't need to be here. Uh when they when they're like that's a place I need to be, I mean yeah. it's an amazing thing to bring that fan back out of someone who has been doing it for so long. I, I remember a story Brian Myers had told once about I, I don't remember exactly what it was. It was like his first indie match, and it was yeah. a tag match. He's on the apron. I forget who the guy was, but it was a veteran in the business. Uh, it was like a six man, and he's on the apron, and the guy's like he's like uh, he's like this is your first match, and he's like yeah, and he's like. Uh, he's like, you're never going to see the business again the same way. He's like, take it all in right now before you get tagged in because you're never going to see the business again the same way. Yeah. Um, it's not that, I mean, it's not that you don't love the business, but you can't see it the same, the he, same way. He, he kind of spoils it for you. Yeah. So when you then have that moment, that show where you have to be a part, where it brings that fan back to life. That's yeah. an incredible thing. So, yeah. So, hats off to AEW. Uh, condolences again to Norm McDonald's family. Yeah. Uh, and all of his fans. Uh, but what a body of work. Um, and, you know, he's going to live on forever. That, that, that's an incredible thing, too, you know. Um, uh, I'm getting to get, uh, me and Mrs. Meany are getting together with Donnie and Bev, and we're having Norm McDonald night tonight where we're just going to sit awesome. back. And all night we're going to watch Norm McDonald movies and clips, that and uh, awesome. have a couple have a couple uh, adult beverages in his honor. <laughs> um, no, that's very cool. That that's a yeah. that's a cool thing to do. And and man, you are going to be uh, there. There are going to be tears of laughter flowing. That's for sure. Hey, I'm the Doberman. Oh man, got a buck? Buck for the Doberman? <laughs> He's um, like a uh, Doberman. That, that was a sporting dog. He'd be like. <laughs> You'd be walking down the street, do 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 do. You look over and there's a Doberman. He goes, "Ah, is that your house?" And you go, "Yes." He goes, "All right, go ahead." <laughs> and they give you like twenty steps and then you know, start peering up and you know, sneaking up on you. He's like, "Anyway, jump up, bite your throat out, and do a flip." <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be dying, but you bang go, "Ah, look at that flip!" <laughs> um, <laughs> Fucking love Norm Macdonald, man. Oh, God man. bless. Yep. I'm not I'm not a religious man, no. but God bless Norm God McDonald. Godspeed to him for sure. Yeah, um, fuck man. It it made me his death made me angry because I'll have no more Norm McDonald. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's a it's a big. I loss. know you're trying to put a bow on it, but I'm I'm just no I'm no 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 no. It's a big. <laughs> there's no way you can yeah. put a bow on it, and that's kind of the thing, you know, um, because because <laughs> he's just. Because he's going to live on. And that's that's yeah. the, the beauty of the technology nowadays and stuff is that... Oh, know, absolutely. There'll be generations watching. We see that with wrestling now, the generations that are fans of, of people who have passed and, you know, yeah. enjoy their matches. Um, uh, James Sorensen said... Well, that's nice. Uh, Josh, you're the best interviewer in the game today. Uh, hey, I appreciate that. I definitely I love that, the game. I definitely think, if I might pat myself on the back, I was the absolute, hands-down, 100% best interviewer for fight at AEW <laughs> on Wednesday. Oh, man. Uh, 
I was the only one for those who you are the Josh Chernoff. <laughs> you are the Josh Chernoff of Fight TV. Oh man, if it, I've heard that, you know, people. <laughs> uh, but uh, hey, I also want to say that's a great opportunity to say because I got this sitting next to me, my fight action figure. Hi, um, which I, that's a look handsome back, looking figure. A, a little mind of the meanie two pack featured on there. Um, the Josh Chernoff fight action figure. These are. Selling very quickly, uh, which is ridiculous. Uh, one thing that I've seen that's kind of crazy um, is that I thought, so my thought process was we'll do this fight, uh, which, which Matt Cardona referred to as being a genius idea, uh, to do this, <laughs> this fight campaign. And my thought was, well, let's do a fight campaign because. I'm not sure there's a market for a second Josh Chernoff figure. I don't think there was a market for a first Josh <laughs> Chernoff figure had it not been with the Blue Meanie. So I thought we'd do this. But what I'm finding is people are not using it to earn fight points. They're displaying them. They're, they're keeping awesome. the mint on card. And so here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to throw this out there. For those of you who are buying it signed, uh, which again is blowing my mind, but thank you. Uh, for those who are buying it signed or those you want to keep it mint on card, you can still earn your fight points if you hold up the mint on card. I don't have to be loose. I wouldn't recommend bringing the mint on card after, to the live <laughs> events. After a couple of drinks, you're kind of loose. Oh, probably, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the uh, – save that for the live show. Um, but the uh, – but if you're doing one of the things where you can just do it at home um, with the screen in the background, feel free to use the mint on card. Um, but uh, or I guess go buy a second one, you know, whatever. But uh, but no, but it's it, it's uh, it's amazing how many have sold um, for the people who haven't ut- utilized the fight points. So definitely go do that. Get yourselves. You're buying the figure. Go get yourself free fight points. Why not? You know. Um, and hats off to, to Cella, man. I was selling those figures this weekend yeah. at uh, Icons, and that's like a hefty. Th- th- those figures got some heft to them. Yeah, they're no like, joke. No, they're um, really nice, and they're continuing to improve as well. Like the the card stock on this one is is thicker than uh, than the Mind of the Meanie two pack. And the only, which I think was actually better than the Nick Aldis one. And that to me is not a knock on the Aldis figure or the Mind of the Meanie two pack. Certainly not the Mind of the Meanie two pack because that's the best two pack in the history of wrestling. But I think that is a, a, a great um, example of how Cella Toys is taking this seriously. They are paying attention to people. People are looking at it going, man, this was great, but the card bent a little or what, you know. And they are they're being proactive, and they're just making each figure, the quality of the figure, the quality of the packaging, everything is just, each one's getting better than the last. And I think they started off pretty damn amazing. So the fact yeah. that each one's getting better than the last one, uh, hats off to them for sure. Um, they're doing an amazing job. Uh, and they've got more stuff coming out, and uh, including that Blue Meanie. Oh my god! I'm so I'm so excited for it. It's uh, that's gonna be really cool. I think it's the first. Here's something I was thinking of because I have over here. I had to take this off the wall when they tore my ceiling down um, because normally I have this hanging. Um, This blue mini action figure, um, which is still available, right? Yeah. Is that at high spots? Uh, You can go to Figure Toy Company or. I think Walmart sells them, which is really kind of crazy. That's amazing. yeah. You can order them through Walmart. Well, I think you uh, also online. Maybe online. you still have a bunch, right? Like for selling it live. Yeah. Maybe a select amount of those could go for sale uh, at the uh, where you're going to sell your new cello figure. That would be amazing. You know, that's an option there too. Uh, I'm 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 gonna have to look into that. Yeah. But between that and you can see over my shoulder here for those who are watching. Oh yeah, I should probably point out. I forgot this is an audio podcast. I was holding up the <laughs> blue mini action figure, um, and just completely forgetting that this is an audio podcast. Yeah. Um, but the point I wanted to make was, um, between this figure in your white shirt with the blue mini airbrush on it, 
and the mind of the meanie with the white shirt and the mind of the meanie, I believe, believe it or not, I, th- I think, unless you count micro brawlers, this new Cello Toys figure is going to be the first figure you have in the blue shirt. Yeah. And the first figure you have in the BWO shirt, which is pretty... You are, you are correct, sir. Yeah, which I think is, uh, how do you not buy that? You know? Yeah. I know. I'm excited. I'm buying it's, it. It's going to be... So yeah, they're doing they're doing me. They're doing Stevie and Nova in BWO gear. Are they doing Nova? I think that's breaking yeah. news. I can yeah hit you. You can hit it. Oh, you hit it. Oh. <laughs> I hit it! Yay! Yay! Um, but yeah, uh, I, well, I've seen I've seen the concept art. Have uh, you for Nova? I haven't seen that. Yeah. I don't think they've announced it yet. That's awesome. Well, breaking uh, news here. It's ooh. announced now. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. But. uh yeah, that's so cool. I'll have to, I'll, I'll have to show it to you. I'll show, yeah. Well, the yeah. concept art. I mean, Send it to me. I can't yeah. wait to see that. Stevie yeah. looked awesome. Um, As always. You know. Um, I, yeah, the joke is most wrestlers have to work out to look like their action figures. Yeah. Stevie's action figure has to work out to look like yeah. Stevie. Because <laughs> he's so jacked. Yeah. Um, uh, James Sorensen, do you like my Twitter profile picture? Uh, I'm going to say yes. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I haven't it, seen it. Looks like. Oh, is it the one? Is it the one where you're holding the belt and you've got like, you're holding the sh- the action figure? Yeah, 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 I have seen it, and yes, I like it very much. Uh, Sorensen has already said to put him down for three of the mind of the meanie figure, or I'm sorry, of the blue meanie cello toys figure. So that's yeah. Cool. Um, thank you. But thank hey, you, thank you. What do you think about at this point jumping into some ask meanie? I would love to. Okay, but before we do that, let's talk about Manscaped. Okay, autumn's Fake in the me air. out every time. Pumpkins are in the patch. And our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkin when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> your testicles. Uh, make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for a cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code MEANY20. MEANY, man, Manscaped continues to deliver every single time. I mean, they they have this lawnmower 4.0. The lawnmower 2.0 was incredible. That was the first one that I ever got. Then they they send you the 3.0. And you're like, wow, okay. I didn't realize you could get better because the 2.0 is already so much better than anything else that was on the market. Now they got a 4.0. It's getting absurd at this point. <laughs> Manscaped is continuing to outdo themselves. Um, so you can go right now and get the Performance Package 4.0, which includes the weed whacker to chop the worst weeds <laughs> up top in your nose and ear. Uh, let's not forget about the liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Uh, everyone knows pumpkin spice lattes and ball deodorant go hand in hand. You know what doesn't go hand in hand? A hot pumpkin spice latte and your balls. So please drink responsibly. Um, but uh, they've got their, the uh, the 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system to provide proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. They're talking about your nose and your ears because you don't use this one on, on your, your ass. Yep, there you, there you are. Um, uh, Vanessa Bello says, Manscaped, don't make mesticles out of your testicles. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think there's a better way to end the ad than that. So <laughs> we're just going to go uh, get 20% don't off plus free shipping with code MEANIE20 at Manscaped.com. It's 20% off and free shipping. With the code MEANIE20 at manscaped.com, make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you, and we thank you as well. And we thank us that your balls talking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, man. Manscaped, it's hot down here. (laughs) Uh, I I need some oxygen. Dear Uh, Lord, man. And a lot. And can I have a pumpkin spice latte? If your balls could talk. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very humid. It's, can, very, 
the variable force down here. Can we uh, can we call the episode "If These Balls Could Talk"? <laughs> I dare you. you okay. Won't, uh, just so I can see MLW retweet. Yes, retweet that. That's it. If these balls could talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Hey, let's ask Meanie anything. Yes. It's time to ask Meanie anything. Ask me something. All right. What what have we got here? Uh, what have we gotten ourselves into? All right. I keep, for, I keep forgetting fire. that's a real fart. What's that? I keep forgetting that's a real fart in there. I know. It's just become like a, like a fake <laughs> yeah. sound now. Um, it's like a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> um, we'll start with uh, James Gregory Barrett, um, oh, also known as Good official. News Barrett. That's, I just gave him that. Uh, okay. When you were in ECW, who was your favorite op- opponent? Oh, Tracy Smothers. There you go. Of course. Every night was a, was a, a learning experience. Uh, Johnny Danger writes, How involved were you with your WWF video game portrayals? Did anyone ask what attires you wanted, what moves you wanted to do, etc.? We've talked a little bit about this a long time ago, but we've yeah. definitely got some new listeners, I think, since the last time we talked about the video game. So, yeah. How involved were you with that? Pretty involved. Uh, they had, like, like a little questionnaire... Uh, and plus, they uh, t- they took photos of you and your gear and stuff like that. But I said, because hey, I was a big fan of the, the WCW game THQ did. Uh, was it Revenge? Something like that. I was like, uh, whatever you do, give me Ravens DVDT. And uh, <laughs> give me the meanie salt. And and then, uh, dude, they did a fantastic job of capturing the mans. Not only did they catch her, capture the meanie dance, but like. There's that little rare thing I used to do with my hands, mm-hmm. which I don't even know. I don't even know what it means. I just did it, <laughs> and uh, they worked that into the video game, which was awesome because they were also partners with Virtual Pro Wrestling in Japan. It was the same game, but mm-hmm. they used, uh, you know, all Jap- I think all Japan, and they worked my dance into the uh, the J- Japanese version, so you could make me in the Japanese games as well. That's awesome. Yeah. It, I mean, the, those games, WrestleMania 2000, No Mercy, even the, I remember the WCW NWO Revenge and like the, you know, those to me are still the, they're the, still the best wrestling games of all time, no matter how good things get now, you know? And there's a community out there right now that they're hacking the, the game and put it in, putting in current wrestlers. It's amazing. They're, like somebody took that engine, made the game and they made I probably shouldn't be saying this out loud, but you know, no, but it's it's so easy to do, not in. for us, but it's easy to do for uh, if you're somebody who knows how to do stuff like that, because all they were were just it was pretty much like I remember back in the day when you would because the creative wrestler was so cool there, yeah, because it was so uh, simplistic that I'm sure a hacker could just straight up. I mean, all they need to do they could grab a picture of your face and put it on. Yeah, yeah. They somebody made an ECW version of the game, and they put like that's cool. I put in all the ECW wrestlers. It's pretty cool. That's really cool. You um, can YouTube it. Yeah, it throw throw it in your interwebs. Um, hey, this Still guy smells from good a, in here, uh, Andy Slichter at Andy Slichter. Uh, Slichter. Did you see how Pee Wee Herman put over Mrs. Meany earlier this week? Yeah, that was fucking amazing. Um, that's one of those things where you're probably like, when you sit there and go, so what do you think's going to happen in 2021? That, I don't <laughs> think that was on anyone's, uh, punch list. Yeah. Fucking holy shit. Uh, you know, as everybody knows, Mrs. Meany likes to make vests and, uh, and her latest one, she was making a, a zombie vest, zombie from Pee Wee's Playhouse. And, uh, she's been working on this for like five years now. She got a, uh. A shirt done up with Jombie's face on it, black background, kind of like you're looking at the screen. Mm-hmm. And the vest, she made it in a way where, like, the gems, where you open up the vest, it's like open up the box on Pee-Wee's Playhouse. Very cool. So uh, it got to be, she posted the photo on the anniversary of Pee-Wee's Playhouse. And uh, low inside baseball, our uh, good friend RJ City, uh, forward it to uh, Mr. Herman, paging Mr. Herman, <laughs> and um, 
Peewee loved it and, and shared it on all his social media. He retweeted it. He posted it on his own personal Instagram. Well, his Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, his Facebook. And the, like the most surreal thing is, you know, knowing that Pee Wee Herman has a photo of my wife on his phone now. Right. Uh, <laughs> and he typed out her name, typed out Instagram, and yeah. was, it, it was a very cool That was cool, too, thing. that he gave credit. It wasn't just like, yeah. hey, check out this cool fan picture. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's, a, he's a... That he, like, yeah. gave credit where it came from, who it was who did it, but unbelievable, man. Just... Uh, just he He's very artist-friendly, mm-hmm. which was awesome, and... uh yeah, that, yeah, it's been a rough year for Mrs. Meany, you know, with the lockdown and stuff like that. And uh, what a what a boost of adrenaline that was. That was awesome. And a validation you know, and, uh, for her talents, right? Yeah. Yeah, man, it's so cool. Especially when you're somebody who's like, like you said, he's artist-friendly. But like, when you're somebody who's like artistic and that kind yes. of, like, I feel like there can be a lot of self-consciousness that can go along with that. You're creating yep. something. You're putting it out there in the world, whether it's, you know, art or, you know, music or whatever it is, there's that nervousness of like, okay, this is a part of me. I've created something. Yeah. And if someone's like, oh, that looks like shit, you know, like that can be right. soul crushing. On the other side of it, when you create something and then you've got freaking Pee Wee Herman yes. coming out there going, what an amazing tribute this was to like, it, like I, I thought that was really cool. So kudos yes. to Mrs. Meanie. And and to that, I will open up a seltzer. Nice. I'm still just a little it. coffee all the time today. Yeah. What do you got? Um, an ugly? Uh, ugly, dude. I'm I'm bought in. You know. Yep. I think I gave them back all the uh, endorsement money they gave us. Yep. Uh, yep. That's it. <laughs> cherry cola. Let's. I'm so tired. I can't even see a man. Oh my god. Man. Um. Rob at R Mulheron. Says, what is your go-to Wawa order? Dude. Depends. If Can you get uh, depends there? I didn't know. I know that they have some. Like, sometimes you need them after you and, eat them. You know, but. <laughs> uh, if I go, like, on a road trip, uh, I'll get, like, uh, the turkey. I'll get, like, uh, what is it, the honey turkey? Uh, lettuce, tomato, onions. Yeah. And I'll throw in some bacon. But if I'm like, it's a night after drinking or (laughs) or if I'm coming home from drinking, it's the Wawa meatball hoagie with uh, with cheese and sweet peppers. When I, ooh, the sweet peppers, that's. Yes. When I was a kid, uh, we used to go to Wawa at the, um, down in Ventnor, the Jersey Shore. We had a place there, and we would yeah. go. We'd walk to Wawa and get something. Was all, I'd always get, like, the meatball hoagie and, and when I was there. Wawa was very different back then. I feel like their food was totally different than it is today. Um, it is. But, uh, but that was always my go-to back then. I will say, the uh, I think I've said it in the past, um, the potato salad and coleslaw, macaroni salad and stuff, back in the day, you couldn't. Couldn't beat it. Best in the entire yeah. world. Um, yes. If you want to do your research on that, it's a little. Yes. Uh, but, uh, dude, I'm old enough to remember when Wawa used to have commercials on TV every day, and it was like they were like the. the I mean, they're, they've blown up, but it, they were like the local yeah grocers, the corner yeah. store. They were like our miniature version of Seven Eleven, and then they've become. Way their bigger. own yeah. yeah and that's why some of the quality has changed but uh the 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 they used to have a jingle we do things a little bit better wow wow I, I i keep trying to find the commercials on youtube but yeah 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 you they started off there's one store on route one uh wow pennsylvania right and then um they would just sell milk and lunch meat and they've blown up to this, be this huge thing. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, James Sorensen writes, ask me any question. Have you gotten Bischoff booked for episode 83? Uh, no, but I really think we should because that's coming up. And I would love to see if we could get him. That's You talk about scheduling. Meanie and I can barely schedule. I'm glad I've done two weeks in a row 
now that I'm back on the yeah. show. Um, yeah. It's uh, if we're able to get him, I would venture to guess it will probably end up being something that we record at a separate time based yeah. on his schedule and then put that in. So that's something to think about to see if we can, we can pull that off. Maybe get him to do a run in for five minutes or so. Uh, also, he wants to know if Al Snow is booked anytime soon. Yeah. Al's in the uh, green room. We're going to, we'll get him in here. Before. Yeah. Let's just wrap up yeah. the ask Meanie, and then we'll get Al. In <laughs> Did you guys talk <laughs> yeah. about uh, the fact that Al Snow is a, a freaking hero? Did you guys, you must've yeah. talked about that. You and, you and uh, Adam, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we did, but uh, yeah, Al Snow's a freaking hero. Yeah, uh, I mean, we we would have asked him about yeah, it personally, I mean, but uh, you know, we you know how time is and scheduling. Yeah. And well, I mean, that's why we made sure to have an extra bowl of M and M's in the green yeah. room for him. With um, all the uh, just a bowl of blue ones. Yep. Um, yeah. Blue but uh, no, so. no, seriously, he uh, was. You know, growing up on a Jersey Shore, you, you know how dangerous riptides are. Yep. And a kid got swept up into a riptide, and Al went and saved him. And it's not like he saved the guy, saved the kid, and went, hey, everybody, hi, I'm Al Snow. He just saved the kid yeah. and brought him ashore. And then somebody happened to recognize him and go, oh, my God, you're Al Snow. And uh, that's when this, this story really blew up. Yeah. I mean, so it, that there is... We all, I think, would love to believe that we're that type of person who, when we see something, we will jump into action. Um, but we don't know until it happens. And yeah. he is clearly that person. And, uh, yeah. man, you know, I mean, we look, it's well documented that we both love Al Snow um, yes. as a human being. But, uh, but. That much more now. Um, so, Al, I know you're listening to us in the green room right now. Uh, Enjoy the, the M&Ms. Enjoy those M&Ms. That's on us. That's on us. Uh, <laughs> you, God bless and you. That's on you. Yeah. Oh, God. A um, couple more here uh, before we bring Al on. Uh, ringside rant. Uh, any ideas yet on Halloween costumes if you dress up? Uh, that's kind of been... Yeah, Halloween's usually our, our WrestleMania, but whole COVID and lockdown kind of just put shit on fucking, you know, the the annual uh, Mr. and Mrs. Meany Halloween costumes yeah. on the back burner. Because we used to, you know, we would do it just to go to McCusker's. And, sure. Uh, you know, it got to the point where we weren't allowed to win their contests anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, when... Uh, you know, uh, Dimebag Daryl from Pantera, as a kid, would enter all these guitar contests, and eventually they said, "Please stop applying. Yeah, you keep it's winning. Not fair. Let, You're not. Give yeah. somebody else. A, that's just a testament to Mrs. Meany's costume making. But uh, it's just hopefully next year. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, let's do let's do two more here. Uh, both from Mark and Dryden uh, at hey. Mark Matsuo. Uh, first one. Does Meanie have any good Joel Gertner stories? I remember that oh time he didn't charge his iPad, his iPods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude, we were in, uh, <laughs> we we're in Revere, Massachusetts. Like, low inside baseball. Uh, Joel Gertner could fart on command. He could just—I don't know how he does it, but he just farts on command. Hey, Joel, fart. All right. Blah, blah, blah. So we're in uh, Revere, Massachusetts, and uh, the Dudleys are all, are all huddled uh, talking about something. Big Dick Dudley, Bubba, Devon, Sign Guy, mm -hmm. and Joel. And uh, I guess they were finished finish whatever they're talking about because Joel fucking reached back, grabbed his butt cheeks in here. Blah, 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 blah. It just let out this. It sounded like a dog choking on mayonnaise. <laughs> it just, blah, 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 just, oh, and then the, the 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 huddle broke, and then uh, Devon exclaimed, "Oh my god, it's in my mouth! Yeah, it's in my tongue." <laughs> but uh, yeah, Joel, Joel, Joel's a math. He can fire on command. He's a math wizard. He's a human calculator. Mm. Uh, like we would just like throw out equations. 
somebody would sit there with a a calculator and type in a random one and say it to him, and he would fucking just sit there and do it in his head. Wow. And it would it would match the calculator, you know. Man, had you done that to me in let's say 1997, I would still be working on it in my head right now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that is impressive. Well, I'll tell you what, I think we're going to wrap it up there because Joel Gertner farting on command. I don't think you, I mean, that's your go home spot. You know, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, oh, on that note. <laughs> yeah. Um, and James Sorensen adds, I might be Josh Chernoff for the second year in a row. What do you think? Nice. Who am I to say no? Uh, but uh, I'll tell you what, James, if that's something you're interested in doing, Maybe we can talk a little bit about your tie game. See what we can yeah. see what we can do for you. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Um, and uh, oh, I want to give a heads up real quick before we go. Uh, yeah. I am going keep to my social media at so says Chernoff because I am going to be auctioning off a uh, a signed poster signed by everybody uh, from the ad free shows. Uh, lineup, um, except I don't think Bruce Pritchard signed it, but everybody else signed the poster. Uh, it was donated uh, by Conrad um, and his team there. I'm going to be auctioning it off for the DMAX Foundation, which is nice. Uh, th- that's a foundation I think we've talked about before. Um, it was started by the parents of, of uh, somebody that I used to teach who uh, had suffered from mental health issues and unfortunately committed suicide um, a, a number of years back. And they started this foundation for, um, and I'll, I'll be more prepared next time to, with more information on it. But they started this foundation really to have a safe space for college kids to be able to talk about their mental health issues. Um, and they do amazing works. So definitely look up the D-Max Foundation. It's D-M-A-X. Uh, his name was Dan Maxwell. People used to call him D-Max. So that's, that's kind of the, that's where that name came from. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to auction that off. I'm still figuring out exactly how, but I think in the next week you should be seeing some information about uh, how you can bid for this. Uh, it is something that I think they gave away two or three of them uh, at Top Guy Weekend. There is nowhere else to get these. So nice. even it's not something that even went to all the top guys. It was like two or three were done as giveaways and they gave one uh, to me to auction off with awesome. 100% uh, going to uh, going to the charity. The mailing it to you is on me. So again, it is 100. I'm not taking a little money off the top to cover the mailing expenses. I think it's, I think I can handle it. Um, that is going to to go to uh, that. That's a hundred percent going to go to the Dmax Foundation. It's an incredible uh, charity, and I'll talk about that more next week. But I just want to throw that in there because I think this week it, the bidding is going to start. So, um, but also uh, that's sticking to my social media at so says so Chernoff. Why don't you stick to the show's social media at Mind of the Meanie, and uh, and why don't you uh, stick to Meanie's social media? At Blue Meanie BWO. Um, you can follow us on all the social media at those handles. Uh, go to mindofthemeanie.com. That'll bring you your link to prowrestlingtees.com slash mindofthemeanie. Of course, there's also prowrestlingtees.com slash blue meanie and prowrestlingtees.com slash so says Chernoff. Uh, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash mindofthemeanie. Um, I've got my youtube.com slash so says Chernoff. Uh, if you want to see my interview with uh, MJF's parents, from Wednesday, that's up there. Uh, that's that's definitely worth a, a watch. Uh, but of course, stick to the mind of the meanie stuff. We're gonna be bringing some new stuff there soon. Um, and uh, uh, James Ernst says, start the bid at five thousand. Um, yeah, we'll talk. Um, but uh, but no. Um, what else do we have? Cameo, cameo.com slash blue meanie bwl. Yes. Um, and then cameo.com slash so, so sure enough, nobody wants that. And uh, yeah, but uh, most importantly, um, hey, join us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash mind of the meanie. Um, and uh, yeah. So that's it, meanie. Anything else you want to say? Again, thank you, everybody who continues to support us. 
Uh, it means a lot. Uh, whether you're downloading, uh, whether you're watching us live as we record, it all means something very important to us because, you know, you see podcasts come, podcasts go. People, oh, I'm starting a new podcast. They're all fired up for it. And then a couple episodes in, they're like, and it just fizzles out. We're still here. And, uh, you know, I, this is the highlight of my week. So uh, thank you for allowing me into your uh, living rooms and, and heads and, and minds of uh, all of the uh, Pod Squad members. Thank you for letting Meanie's mind into your mind. And join us again next week for episode 80. Oh, crap, Al Snow. You know what, Al? We'll get you next week. We'll get him next week. Episode 80 is a big one. He's fine. He's got any else. But join us again. Sticks. Join us again next week, next Monday, and every Monday for another trip into the mind of the meaning. The world of MLW Radio never stops. <laughs>